2: Over the weekend, Michigan Republicans met to solidify the ticket for Lieutenant Governor, Attorney General, and Secretary of State, among others. So why is one local Republican saying this? You know,
1: it was a sad day. It was a sad day for our party. It was a sad day for our county. But our county's strong, and our delegates are strong.
2: The fireworks happened on Saturday in Lansing, but the chaos, it was set in motion months ago. This is the Daily J. I'm Zach Clark. About 2,000 Republican delegates from across the state gathered in Lansing to finish out the nominations for state office. In Michigan, there is a primary for governor, but not for the AG, lieutenant governor, or the SOS. Those are handled through state party conventions. Each county sends their delegates and they vote. That was the plan for Saturday. But Saturday, it was turbulent, and that was thanks to a coup attempt in the Macomb County Republican Party months ago.
0: The Macomb County Republican Party held a vote with precinct delegates at the time to oust the chairman, Mark Fortin. He challenged that, claimed it was done in violation of rules, and uh, continued to contest it. In fact, went to court arguing he was still the chairman of the Macomb County Republican Party and that his party leadership should still be intact. The state party, however, said right before the August county convention that it was not recognizing Fortin's group, that it was recognizing the chairman, Eric Castiglia, who had won election at that April convention and allowed Castiglia and his group to come to the state convention then on Saturday as voting delegates. At least they arrived as voting delegates.
2: That right there, that's the voice of Jonathan Osting. He covers politics and government for Bridge Magazine. That was all a little confusing, right? Maybe this report from Fox 2 and WWJ's Charlie Langton will clear it up. He spoke to both Mark Fortin and Eric Castiglia. you the chair of the Macomb County Republican Party? Yes, I am. I am the Macomb County chair recognized by state party.
3: So will the real Macomb County Republican chair stand up? Mark says he's the chair.
1: Mark is a chair. He's the chair of the Macomb County GOP.
3: But the other side says you're not. They are.
2: They're not. I am. Who's right? I am.
3: Well, now I'm really
2: confused. Hmm. That actually didn't help at all. But here's the thing. While the Michigan Republican Party pre-convention said Eric Castiglia was indeed the chair of the Macomb County Republican Party, Mark Fortin's group showed up and objected to the whole thing, and that brought the convention to a screeching halt.
0: Their movement was successful. Immediately after Ron Weiser came out onto stage, he was booed by convention delegates and then ultimately they did object to his motion to try and gavel through the rules that had been adopted for that convention. Weiser agreed rather reluctantly to allow amendments and consideration of amendments. And over the course of the next several hours, the party tried to figure out exactly what to do. They ended up holding sort of standing votes of all the delegates on the floor, And the final vote was that they changed the Macomb County delegates, the folks who had been elected at previous conventions were asked to leave, and Mark Fortin and his group were credentialed and allowed to come onto the floor and vote in subsequent parts of the state convention, including the contested lieutenant governor nomination.
2: I'll be honest, I'm still a little confused, so I reached out to some people that could help. This is Eric, how may I help you? Hey Eric, it's Zach Clark at WWJ News Radio 950. That is the voice of Eric Castiglia, whose Macomb County slate of electors was thrown out at the GOP convention Saturday. I wanted to know what happened from those who were right in the middle of things.
1: The body voted thinking that our part of the Macomb County did something wrong. Today, we were vindicated. Uh, the judge ruled in our favor that we did not go any against any court order. We did not do anything wrong. My convention was legitimate, and what I did was right. I feel awful for those delegates that left the room crying, that worked hard, that went through the process, that went to the right convention, who followed the rules that had a leave because a lot of people didn't understand the whole situation. You had all these other counties involved in our business that didn't understand what really happened in our business. And I was trying to be respectful. You know, I took Reagan's advice, don't speak ill will of any Republican. And that actually hurt me because I couldn't get my side of the story out uh, at convention. So a lot of people got in our business that
2: didn't really understand the full scope and what happened. I did reach out to Mark Fortin, too, but I never got a response. So Castiglia was the GOP chair of Macomb County, and he is again today, according to a judge. Why is all of this happening? Here's Jonathan from Bridge again. Why are they mad at each other? Why did all this happen? Because you said there seems to be very little that's separating each other. And I guarantee you, if you walk in that room and say, who wants Whitmer to be governor again, they're all going to say nobody. So what's going on here? What's happening?
0: You know, I mean, to the extent there is a a clear division line, it's definitely between newcomers and the so-called establishment, right? Republicans who have been at these conventions for many years. What's going on here was definitely, I think, a fight for control the soul of the Michigan GOP. Now, the Michigan GOP is not like Republicans writ large, right? It is a organization of diehard activists who show up to these county and state conventions, and they wanted to basically assert that they control this party.
2: Part of what made Saturday so interesting is that the switching of Macomb delegates put the nomination of Shane Hernandez for lieutenant governor in jeopardy. Former gubernatorial candidate Ralph Rebant had thrown his hat into the ring, but what was the objection to Shane? Or. The affinity for Ralph. The folks who rallied around Ralph Rebant were not
0: necessarily huge Ralph Rebant supporters. There were some of those certainly, but it was more an attempt to show that the grassroots delegates were in control. They wanted to at least force a vote on Hernandez's nomination because what actually happened is they got the party to give up plans for what was going to be a voice vote for the lieutenant governor nomination, which could have been very subjective. The chairman, Ron Weiser, could have simply said he heard more yays than nays and gabbled it through. But they were able to challenge that rule as well and instead got a secret ballot vote. And I think it was more a statement from the grassroots than it was an indictment on Shane
2: Hernandez himself. All of this conversation led me to one pretty obvious question, so I posed it to Eric Castiglia. Are there two GOP parties in Macomb County right now? Absolutely.
1: The party that loses actually started another organization. We have MACRA in Macomb County. We have the Republican Women's in Macomb County. We have different groups. There's no franchise here, right? It's not like you're a, a team and you're franchise number 75, right? So state party is like any church, any organization. They're the body that controls who is chair and who is not. We have different groups. There's no franchise here. The judge ruled Mark can be the chairman of that organization, so there is another organization that I'm on. We are deciding to appeal it now. We're not sure what we're going to do. We haven't decided.
2: There is usually a general concept amongst the two parties following the primary election. Unity. The party's focus has to be on November. It can't be on each other. At least, that's the assumption. So can these two warring factions come together? Absolutely. When you look at the crux of it,
1: when you look at the issues, when you talk to me or you talk to Mark, I can almost say we probably agree 90% on what we want to do for this party. The difference is the 10%. I don't believe that every Republican is better than another. I believe the county is a place to just disseminate information to the delegates for them to make their own decisions. It's not them against me or you against them. It's about pulling a unit. That's why we work so hard to have a Victory Center in such a high-profile location, right on Hall Road, with 90,000 cars passing it a day. What can I do to help Tudor Dixon? What can I do to help Christina Cromwell? What can I do to help Mantorna? We can move forward. We can unite. We have great grassroots on Mark's team. We have great grassroots on my team. We know what we're going to do to help our candidates win. And I'm sure they're going to do the same thing.
2: For many years, Macomb County has been an election bellwether nationally. How goes the county? So goes the state. And often, the country follows suit. So if Macomb County is indeed that bellwether, I guess we're in for one thing and one thing only in the general election. Fireworks. Thank you much to not only Jonathan Osting for his reporting, but my colleague Charlie Langton, too. Also, thanks to Eric Castiglia for his time today. This podcast would not be possible without the work of our digital team. Check out www.jnewsradio.com for the top local news stories on demand 24-7. If you have questions, comments, or concerns about The Daily J, we want to hear them. Drop us an email at dailyj at odyssey.com. That's dailyj at audacy.com. Our theme music is written and produced by Ozone Music and Sound in Southfield. I'm Zach Clark, and this is The Daily J. Thanks for listening.